1: Hey, hey, stop! Stop what you're doing right now, Sam. But it's what I, I do. I know it's what you do, and I love it. But right now, if you go to chaostheorycomic.com, the Kickstarter for my new comic book, Chaos Theory: Zombies versus Dinosaurs, uh, Volume Two, uh, it's here. It's uh, out. It's ready. This is day one, and and on day one, if you contribute to any reward tier that is $25 or up, any physical reward tier, you will get a comic from my personal collection. There's some number ones in there. There's some classics in there. It'll be a random comic from my collection, first day only. Any physical tier 25 up. I've been talking about this comic forever. Sam, you know about it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to share it with you all. It's exactly what the title promises. You've got zombies, you've got dinosaurs, you may even have aliens and even more crazier stuff. It's literally every crazy idea I could possibly think of to fit in a comic. It's a five issue mini series that's a sequel to the one shot that I did last year. But there are, if you've missed out on that, there are tiers where you can get the one shot as well. So you can get the full entire story. Go to Chaos Theory Comic. Dot com to check it out, help support indie comics, help support this comic. This will not happen without your support. And you guys have been so great on this podcast as a part of our Patreon. Uh, I really appreciate all the support you've given us. Now go give the comic some love. Give all- it a little love. Guys, you know DJ works his goddamn
0: ass off. As I'm off. Sci-fi coming back to Chaos Theory the Comic.com. Com. Com. Go support the Kickstarter right now. Don't dilly dally. You can pause this because this is a hell of an episode. We have an yeah. amazing guest on. We're uh, super excited about uh, it. it and you you're, you're going to want to support this. I
1: also want to point out that if you're part of our Patreon patreon.com slash only stupid answers there's a special extra bonus reward that you guys will get as part of it so make sure to check out our patreon page we have information on how to fulfill that uh, because we you guys already support this show so i want to give you a little something extra Ooh, a little gift yep so so please chaos theory comic.com super excited about it this is the beginning of an amazing adventure that i'm excited to go on with you guys he's seriously been working his ass off so at least go check it out Uh, And support if you can. And let your friends know. Mm -hmm. Tweet it out. Instagram it out, send uh, Messenger Pigeon. Uh, just, let's see if we can make this crazy comic happen. Hell yeah, you can. But guys, welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist, little
0: ears into. If you're first time joining us, thank you so much for your coming back. We love you. Mm-hmm. You're, part, you're part of the fam. You're part of the moist little ear, ear baby fam. We appreciate it. This is Sam Basher talking over here. This is DJ over here. Hello, that's me. And also, we have a very special guest for today's episode because we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, oh my one goodness. of the biggest movies. Period. Yes. Uh, if you guys don't know, our uh, our guest, his name is Greg Miller. Yep. Uh, Game over Greggy, known to some on the internet. But also, you guys are probably fans of kind of funny and kind of funny games. Yep. They're amazing. I know, I'm a fan. Uh, they're, they're amazing uh, nerdy platforms, which you guys, if you're not a part of that community already, you're dumb. You're missing <laughs> out. You should go check it out. But this episode's going to be big. But here's a quick rundown of what we do on this podcast. We talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comic books. Yes. Some of supernatural stuff. But three of the four of the things I just listed we're going to be talking about on this episode which is Absolutely. very exciting but to find out more about this podcast quick plug onlystupidanswers.com you can find our social media for like our Twitter Instagram, Facebook, Reddit yes. we're there also all the listening platforms like uh, Spotify, iTunes love when you five star review over there as well as Google Play Music when they're working right <laughs> trust me I'm talking to them and they are not responsive
1: but if, if Google Play Music or some other platform isn't quite working for you we always post these episodes on our Patreon yes. patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers and we like when you guys review Ooh, the podcast over there as well. And the other thing you can do on our com website right now is grab tickets to our live show. Mm, so excited. May 8th at 8 p.m. You write that down? May 8th. Mate at 8. All right.
0: Put it on your hand. There you write go. Put it on your hand. Put it on your car it, it. Carve it in your goddamn arm, all right? Because it's going to be one of the best episodes of this podcast I, guarantee, I can't guarantee it, but it's going to be a blast because it's our 100th episode live show. We're having all of our friends join us. Yeah. Dynamic Banter, that's a Woo. Mike and a Steve duo, mm-hmm. are coming to you live from that venue, as well as Smallcast is having a reunion. Mod and I are going to be doing a live episode of that podcast. We're going to be answering your questions. It's going to be a blast, so grab your tickets now because they're going to be they're already running out quick. Yeah. I know everyone says that, but since this is such a limited seating area, yep. they are running out very For quick. For real, yeah. And so you want to make sure you grab that. You can click on the banner on our website and take you straight to the Eventbrite where you can buy your tickets 10 bucks it's a steal also if you go to the event there's a bunch of special guests we haven't announced yet also exclusive merch and posters and other things that are going to be only at that event and if you miss it you down. Yeah. Also, uh, the if you're a fan of SourceFit Animated, if you ever watched that little show mm-hmm. when that was around, uh, Andre, who yeah. animated all of those, uh, did the poster for us. so You can get a slight tease over at Mike's uh, Instagram, but that's not the final product. oh yeah. boy. He okay? <gasps> got amped up and we're very excited for it. So grab that. It's an open space cafe, May eighth at eight PM. Very cool. But we like to
1: open up all these episodes with reading a review. Yeah, if you go to iTunes.com so I don't know, I don't know what the URL is for it's- iTunes, but if you go over to iTunes and give us a five star review we like to read them and we got one today may I intro you yes. here's Dylan Rouge, and he titled this the best podcast ever six exclamation points five stars five stars so you guys are already the best but the talk of a the office podcast excites me so much I would love that probably more than a 23 year old guy should Aww. anyways whether it happens or not I will keep listening because this is my favorite driving sounds in my moist little ears Oh thank you so you much somebody dealing. that wants that the office podcast you Damn. talked about Last episode, we should maybe seriously consider it. Would you consider maybe talking about the Office this episode instead of Avengers: Infinity War? And That's a hard no. <laughs> Oops, that's a hard no because I want to talk about Avengers, and we got a fun guest waiting in the
0: wings. Let's oh bring goodness. him in. He's 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 scared by the audience. The audience is, if, you, if deep cut to this podcast that we haven't mentioned like fifty episodes, but if you remember, you're welcome for that. But we got our, we are still Greg here. Waiting. The they're audience still is still here. here. It's not okay. Greg's but anyway. scarier than ever. But Greg's waiting. But first, let's give a shout out to a friend and let's get let's kick this off. Let's do do it.
1: Listen, Sam and I have a growing business here. We know how challenging it is to find the right people. So if you're hiring, you know how tough it is to post your position to job sites and wait and wait for the right people to see it. Well, ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way. So they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. you. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Y'all gotta be kidding me. That's nuts. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them.
0: Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. right. Free. Favorite price point. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. You know what? third time's the charm ziprecruiter.com slash stupid ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire but let's get on with this episode we have a very special guest joining us today you guys may know him from kind of funny and kind of funny games Mm -hmm. mr greg miller let's kick it off with a spoiler free review of avengers infinity war let's go so excited all right greg how are you
2: I'm great, guys. How are you?
0: Uh, we're uh, tired because this movie was weirdly long. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Uh, so we got back kind of late. Like that
2: whole, on, stop right there. Yeah. Stop right there. <laughs> did you feel like it was long?
0: Okay. I think, DJ, you had a really good explanation of what this movie felt like uh, when we were cutting between all of the big action pieces. Guys, don't worry. This is spoiler free right now. Yeah. But how did you
1: describe yeah, it? I. To me, I, I, I thought that... Uh, for the majority of it, the movie was enjoyable, but it did feel like if you were watching five different season finales to five different shows and each commercial break, it cut to a different show. And you're like, Holy shit. I forgot. There's like a war happening yeah, somewhere. So, else. so, so like we spent like Thor is getting ready to, to do whatever Thor's doing. We're in spoiler free. almost spoiled some stuff. And then you cut back to O'Connor and you're like, Oh, this is happening. Oh, I'm so, hold on one second. Let me get recalibrated to what's going on you right what, now. You want to get your bearings. You don't have time. Yeah. We
0: have to keep going. Um, uh, but no, this movie uh, again, was a this movie was a blast. Well, go ahead.
1: Spoiler free, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So
2: this only works if you've seen the movie. I'm going to reveal that they go to Scotland in, at some point. Well, <laughs> yeah. we got to Scotland. That was when I was like, oh man, there are no brakes on this train. We yeah, were just thundering ahead at all points. It's, yeah. yeah, we're going to slow down.
0: Where will the imagination <laughs> stop? It doesn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was yeah, a... but, I, but by the end of it, I was like, I can't. This did not feel like three hours. This did not feel that long. I wanted more.
1: Yeah, I could have I it's it definitely felt like um uh you know like the defenders was a mini series and and they and that that didn't necessarily need all the time that it had. Mm-hmm. This could have been a mini series. This could have been you could have given me like this is going to be an 8 episode thing and I would have been like great this is perfect a HBO miniseries yeah. I could have gone with that I, I yeah.
0: personally I didn't feel the time ever really hit me for like how long we were like watching the film but there were times when I was just like okay I'm, I'm glad we're gonna start consolidating soon like yeah. I'm glad like some people yeah. are starting yeah. to come together near the end and also when they did it gave us some of the most epic moments for specific characters so spoiler was spoiler talk in this movie is going to be a lot of fun but let's hop into spoiler free for this film I, will, I was yes. talking about
1: the time I, I could have used like a hateful intermission <laughs> I could have used it just to take a go to the bathroom real quick get your bearings like oh man I went think to, about your well, life I
2: was th- I was, coming into this movie we were all like fasting <laughs> we're, like, oh, we're not gonna drink we're not gonna do anything we're gonna get it I didn't even open my bottle of water so I was sure we were, like 45 minutes in we're all, yeah. like alright I'm good not to missing
1: go. a you, you knew I'm how, how to do a it.
2: Thing yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: there, uh, I did have to pee in this movie, but it was uh, at the point when we ended up in Scotland. So I was like, okay, this is the only time where I think this is the last time we're gonna have a small character moment. So I need to leave yeah, right exactly. now. They won't be like too important for the rest <laughs> of the movie. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely do not drink any water before. But uh, let's, uh, Greg, if you wouldn't mind, let's kick it off with spoiler free. What did you think of Avengers: Infinity War?
2: You know, I loved it. it. It's I think coming in, it was going to be hard for them to screw it up. It, you know, you have <laughs> 18 <laughs> movies there of backstory that we already care so much about these characters. Uh, if I had to give something I didn't like, I felt like we didn't spend enough time with certain characters. There was definitely points of like, like you're saying, so much is happening and so many season finales were going at once. That you, that you were like, wait a second, what about that other one? Like I had, oh, here we are, here it is. Okay, that's happening. But it's such a minor gripe in a movie that I think does such an amazing job of being all action, of giving us a Thanos that I actually care about and sympathize with, which I did not expect coming in.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and then also just great set pieces and great comedy and keeping true to the tone, because this could have been very easily a completely up-and-down, uneven movie where the Guardians are cracking jokes and Thor's back to being Thor before he was Thor Ragnarok. And, all, and that doesn't happen. Like, everybody feels the way they should feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did a good job staying true to the different characters from their movie. It did feel a little like, uh, for me, there were certain points like, cap and black widow are are looking sad and everything's depressing and then we cut to the guardians doing their little jokey thing i'm like this that felt a a little weird to me Mm. uh uh Mm. but uh but everybody's staying true to what you know them as from their different movies which is it
0: it, at the very least watching this movie like regardless of like opinion on like how the story went it's impressive through like the gauntlet of different things that this movie yeah. uh like how much work was put into to make this movie possible ha- from like c- c- like the cinematography or the visual effects of the music or the acting and the direction like i don't even i don't even know how you would even begin to go
1: about doing a thing like this has yeah has there ever oh, been no way. as big an undertaking as or, or like as as complicated on a technical sheer technical and logistical level movie. Um, there was in uh, Nickelodeon did a Jimmy uh, a Neutron and
0: Timmy <laughs> Turner crossover and it four times we're talking and that, it, it was mind blowing when they did it. No, I think this is the first time they've ever even gotten close. And also they shot it all on IMAX and you can tell it was beautiful. And the uh, but for me spoiler free, yeah. uh, I very much enjoyed this movie and I it really requires you to go watch it more than one time because. There's 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 a lot to unpack. Uh, like, here's a little tease. There's an Easter egg in the collector's collection uh, <laughs> that I didn't get until someone sent me... They didn't even send me a screenshot. They're just like, there's a credit in the credits of the movie that's yeah. like, yep. thank you to a certain company for Fox. letting us use a certain character from something. Oh, yeah. uh, and you can go... And now I have to go back and see if I can actually identify him yeah. uh, in the in that scene. But anyways, I, I need to go watch it again. But from just a single viewing, I... Unbelievably love this movie. From I, I like you, Greg. I loved all the characterization because I think the Russo brothers do a good job of kind of uh, DJ. You've described it this way, but like boiling down the characters to like their essence. Yeah. This is who this person is, uh, regardless if it lines up with like if you're a comic book fan and this you know whatever you expect of a character. This is who the MCU has like set up, and we're gonna move forward from there, and we're gonna let the characters play together, and we're gonna get some really interesting scenes, which we did get in this, and a lot of stuff that we don't normally don't. It was it. This is. I think, like, normal movie viewers have now experienced what it's like to read a comic book event where you have, like, 90 tie-ins where you're like, but what is Wolverine doing? And, like, Civil War, he's like, well, he's going to Atlantis. It's like, why? Why is he going to Atlantis? Well, too fucking bad, because you get to go, you get to experience that, and you get to spend that money to figure out that at the end of the story when he shows up with blue people, you're like, I I guess this is important.
2: But, no, do you nail it? The fact of I mean, that's what's so impressive about the MCU is that they've taken it took 10 years, but they've gotten it to a point that my mother can walk into a movie theater and understand why Thanos is there and why everybody's there and what's happening. And in, in Avengers Four, however, they're going to do that movie and make really crazy changes to the MCU. She's gonna be like, "All right, I believe it. Yeah, for Whereas before, when yeah. I try to explain the death and return of Superman, she's like, "He's dead. Why is he back?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, yeah. it's he's Kryptonian healing chamber. Not, well, you know, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: his heart just slowed down real fast. Slow, I mean, <laughs> yeah. other way. Uh, the uh, th- that's that's what this movie kind of felt like. Yeah, and I and I think that's a good thing. Uh, uh and I love that the the risks they took and the and the things they've set up for in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's there's yeah. definitely more to talk about. And I and I'm trying very uh very hard to not say anything that's spoilery, but DJ
1: Yeah go for I, it. I have I have mixed feelings about this movie. I, <gasps> I found it for the most part <gasps> Yeah, I found it for the most part enjoyable. Uh I think I think you're right, Greg. I think they, they deserve all the credit in the world for not only making Thanos a credible villain, but a credible character. Like yeah. having him actually just, just exist on his own. Because you read Infinity Gauntlet, the storyline where he that's his big intro well uh, biggest
2: the, story yeah
1: yeah yeah that's his big. that's his biggest story and they, and they make some key changes to this that I think are better for the viewing for general audiences to understand yeah, he's not it.
2: trying to win the heart of a goth girl yeah <laughs> which, which hot topic I do wish
1: I do wish we got uh, spoilers I guess that so we don't get skull face death so if you're really into that you're gonna be bummed but uh uh, no, but I think they did a good job of like getting to the heart of of his goal in that comic without some of the extra things because they didn't they didn't need extra things. Uh, mm-hmm. they, there are so many things. I do wish, like you said, Greg, I wish we could have spent the the way they emphasize some characters. Uh, it's it's some of them don't like. If I'm being honest, it really kind of felt like characters like Captain America and Black Panther really didn't matter to the movie. Like they show up, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't really mean anything to the overall what's happening. So for somebody like me, I, you know, I was very interested coming into this movie. Like how how are they going to resolve Cap and Iron Man's issues? Like the character stuff. Like how are we going re- to move forward with that? How are these characters growing? We haven't checked in with them in a few years, and I didn't get any of that. No, and so on that level. Level, uh, I was I was kind of disappointed because this I I think this movie is the more spectacle. Everybody's around, everybody's showing up, everybody's shaking hands, and I feel like most of the character wrapping stuff up really sending uh, s- uh, resolving the past 10 years of story is t- 10 years of stories is probably going to be avengers 4 mm-hmm. so as a setup 100 to- percent right yeah like so- that's
2: the thing is like these were originally to be part one and part two and it exactly very much feels like that and even the way they were like oh man the 10 years have built up to this and like people are taking victory laps i'm like don't get me wrong amazing what you guys have done this movie isn't going to put a bow on everything it's the next movie that's really going to finish this all off exactly
1: so i think i'm very interested to see how my opinion of this movie changes with that movie it's like it's like when you it's almost like game of thrones where like the second to last episode's like the big crazy thing and then everything yeah. kind of gets resolved in the last episode so i'm i'm really interested to see how my opinion changes with once Avengers 4 comes out. That's fair, because
0: yeah. uh, it definitely was set up, and going into it, I try to keep, uh, after Age of Ultron, uh, personally, burned me, burned me good, uh, I was, uh, I, I'm now going in with medium expectations, and usually, nine times out of ten, I, I'm blown away, and I have a great time. Uh, so for this, I kept it medium expectations, I'm like, there's no possible way that we're going to wrap up this many storylines, and try to set up Thanos uh, as a compelling villain, because if they did, Thanos kind of would have fallen by the wayside, it, but... I'm glad that they chose to focus on Thanos because he is one of the most compelling and uh relatable in a way for a crazy murderer, uh yeah. villain that <laughs> they've ever had. Because like he he makes sacrifices. Yeah. And even though you're like you no crazy, Merlin. But yeah. like, you i at least can understand that this means something to you a lot. That yeah. if you're willing to go this far, this is how much you're willing to like lay down. Like, what's to the do it.
1: Or, or what's the clarification people make? You can empathize with them. You don't sympathize with yeah, them. Yeah, is yeah. that what it is? I think so. Yeah. I
0: think yeah, I'm a, I'm bad with words, so I don't know if. Uh, but that sounds right. Uh, but here,
2: I'll be clear. I think he's got the right idea. I'm <laughs> on his side. I wish these <laughs> Avengers got yeah. out of his way. Hashtag
0: Thanos <laughs> is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uh, But no, he, uh, and also Josh Brolin kills it. And a lot of the close-ups on his face, I think the visual effects overall uh, were overall like, were uh, amazing. There were, uh, uh, his face and the way they were able to capture a lot of, like, facial tics and, like, the way they uh, just brought him to life was amazing. And also, uh,
2: Thanos is an incredible CG character. Like, right? He, yeah. yeah, he looks
1: real.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, if, oh, both of you guys, have you seen Warcraft? If you haven't, I totally understand. It was the World of well, Warcraft you and I saw movie. it
1: together. Why are you asking we me? We did? Yeah. I
0: forget. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That movie is out of my brain. Sorry, Greg, have you seen it? No, I never did. Okay, so... The well, only, you're missing out. The,
2: the only... <laughs> Let me tell you, this movie we completely forgot other than the CG.
0: <laughs> but he, honestly, it does deserve a little bit of praise because when uh, the orc shows up in it, because I'm not like a World of Warcraft player, but when he does show up, he's the first character you meet. And he looks unbelievable. He looks so real. And I feel like that's the closest comparison I can get to. like Thanos
1: is almost as good.
0: He's, <laughs> I think he is at least equal to. <laughs> yeah. I think he's equal to because um, Dan... Josh Bowen did a good job, and also I'm glad you could see his eyes. You can get a you got a lot of emotion out of Thanos' yeah. eyes in this, uh, from crying to just like the way he'd give you a death stare. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of great reveals, and uh, I feel like enough characters got their little moment to shine in this movie that made me happy. Mm-hmm. But let's give a quick rating for the spoiler-free people who are just hey, they're tuning in, they're about to sit down and watch this movie in the theaters, but they want to know what we thought. What would you? What would we rate this movie on a scale of A to F? Uh, Classic oh, scale. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's think about it, uh, DJ. Yes. Let's
1: get it. Let's throw it to you. Uh, a to F. So we're not doing our, one of our little weird number number games. Uh, we'll say that one for the spoilers. There, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would give it. Um, I think as of right now, mm-hmm. with with some room to change my opinion once I kind of get the full picture. I think review give, in progress. Yeah, in review yeah. in progress. <laughs> I think I'd give it a C plus. Oh. Holy
2: shit! Can we curse on this? Yes, go for yeah. it. Go for it. <laughs>
0: That uh, you know what? Hey, yeah. it's a big movie, a lot to unpack,
1: and I understand your criticisms. Uh-huh. But Greg, let's show to you. He said that. You can't see it, Greg. He said that with a knife to my throat. <laughs> hey, I totally get it, man. Listen, You're entitled to your opinion.
2: <laughs> I mean, for me, uh, and I'm going to uh, – I think the highest compliment I can pay it is. last night we came home. We did the MCU and review our, our YouTube show and podcast about this where we rank all the movies. And nice. lots the other three guys were – or three of the guys on the team were like, this is the best movie in the MCU. And then me and Andy were like, we'd put it below Thor Ragnarok, which was number three on our list. Nice. I think – but then here's the deal is that I woke up this morning and turned over and my wife was already like looking at the Alamo app of like, do you want to go see it again? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do. I really – and so I feel like it's – I think it's one of those I, – I hate reviews especially right in the moment, right, because I need to process. But exactly. I would say right now I would say – A B plus, a minus. Like, I think the little things I have about it, right, of like, I wish we did more here or there, I think, like you're saying, are going to change when we get to the second part, especially the way they set it up, which we'll talk about in spoilers. But overall, I think it's just such an accomplishment the way they put together this movie and made these million moving parts all come together for one goal and deliver what I think is the best villain we've had in the MCU.
1: Real quick, before we jump into Sam's uh, uh, thing on it, I want to know what your top three three prior to this were. So you said Thor, Ragnarok was three. What were the other yeah. two? Uh,
2: our list right now for MCU and review available on YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe. Boom. Is uh, <laughs> what it's It's Spider-Man Homecoming was number one. Number two is uh, Captain America Civil War. Number three is Thor Ragnarok.
0: Where is Black Panther? Interesting.
2: Uh, down quite a ways. Oh, oh no!
0: We could do a whole other podcast. No, I mean like not. A, I mean like
2: we <laughs> think they're the all awesome movies. <laughs> 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 no, no, that belongs to Thor: Dark World. Hell <laughs> yeah! Fair
0: enough. Hell yes, we've been doing an MCU rewatch as well, and boy, that, some movies are way better than I remember. But that one, yeah. that one stays right down at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the bottom of the barrel. We all don't right. need that one again. Yep. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's Thor and Thor: Dark World on our caboose. Yeah, man,
1: I. Uh, rewatching Thor was real. Ru- the first Thor, I was like, "Oh, this is significantly rougher than I remember it being." <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, yes. Uh, letter grade. I, I think, Greg, you, you're on the you're on the uh,
0: right path here. It's a I think it's a B plus A minus. Uh, but for some reason, that sounds like too negative for me because I did really enjoy it. Yeah. But I think that, uh, there's a lot of risks this movie took. But also, if we just look at this movie purely in movie review like goggles, mm-hmm. there's Almost zero entry point for this. It opens with an Asgardian
1: rescue ship, yeah. and you're like, "Wait, what yeah. happened to the? What happened to we, them? We have a friend. Uh, we have a friend who said her dad w- had like watched Black Panther or something. And he's like, "I want to see Infinity War." It's like, the, in, but he'd only seen Black Panther. It's like, maybe don't, <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, maybe wait on that one. Uh, but it, so I
0: think, it, it, but as a pure movie, like just critic eye, there, there's, there's a little bit of a problem there. But since this is an experimental movie, this yeah. is the, going into this. You should know that you should have seen a couple of movies before going <laughs> into at one least one or two, like Civil War, Thor: Ragnarok, Black Panther. Now you probably get Black Panther before seeing this. You could you could figure it out. I think, I think Civil Ragnarok War would and Civil do. War, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an it, enough. Yeah, uh, uh, Guardians and Guardians. Yeah. yeah, but um. Besides that, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. They took a lot of big risks, and they did a an amazing job at setting up Thanos as a credible threat, but also someone that you can understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, spoiler free here's the division if you're in the theater and it's about to start you can go ahead and pause the podcast and turn it back on when we uh, get uh, when you're done <laughs> alright let's hop into spoilers 3, 2, 1 holy shit Red Skull what uh, Who, did, yes, who did, I oh my god I was hey, like,
2: yes!
0: for a second in the spoiler free when you mentioned skull face person I was like but because we still got a ghostly
1: gas person with a yeah. cloak with the skull face which was a cool payoff too. like he did get sucked into space with the tesseract I so love like, that
0: because it also makes them like makes the infinity stones more like elusive because it's like yeah you tried to fuck with it and it didn't like what you were doing so we sent you off yeah. to whatever yeah. whatever's world yeah uh, by himself which was a beautiful world it was really mm-hmm. it was Really cool just to get my peepers on. Uh, and it was just, it was a cool payoff. It's like from now until for, forever, you get to be the guardian of this world. Yeah. Uh, screw you, Nazi monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: will, And I, I will also say, I think this is probably the best Thor has ever been in a movie. And this is the best Gamora's ever really? been in a movie for me. Yeah. I, I liked, I he really was great.
2: Liked, Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. I really liked his moment with Rocket where he's mourning. Uh, I think it's the best Chris Hemsworth's ever been in, in one of these movies where he's mourning with Rocket. And then I've never really cared for. Uh, Gamora's characterization in these movies and I thought they really they really nailed her and, and uh, nailed that in this. Because sometimes with she doesn't really get
0: it, like you described it kind of like she sometimes is like a babysitter in the Guardians yeah. movies
1: even though I love the Guardians
0: movies but she doesn't get to have quite as much fun and it's like okay if she's not going to be like the one having as much fun give her like the dramatic like room to grow yeah. where she actually like she has the most stakes in this yeah. minus Peter fighting a daddy planet. Uh, yeah. but, um, uh, but I do think this is one one of my favorite scenes from Thor because I do I do enjoy Thor Ragnarok yeah. it's really funny but sometimes there's not a lot of emotional stake rewatching it it felt like even though he lost his dad yeah it, it, we went so quick to jokes and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's great. Yeah, it, it just, he, he didn't quite get enough time to process it, and then that moment, you're like, "Yeah, I found out I had a sister, and then she immediately died, and like yeah. I lost my dad, and I lost my brother. And my dad trapped in hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I did not even know, and so I don't even know how to pro- begin to process that because um, yeah. my dad lied to me, uh, and then he. But he was still being this new Thor, which was really. Yeah. I think it's one of the best characterizations. Someone described him more as like Hercules. I forgot who. Yeah, we had we, somebody Mark on Mark-on. when
1: we had Mark on. Yeah, he yeah.
0: yeah. described him more as like Marvel's Hercules, which is like you know what? If we never get to Hercules, give that characterization
1: to Thor. That's yeah, that's I think, fine. I think this is the best version of between Ragnarok and this. This is the be, This is the better Thor. Mm-hmm.
2: And it, his. And that's why I was so glad they kept him. You know what I yeah. mean? That they let him evolve from that Ragnarok comedy movie, to, but keep that grin about him and still have like the chuckles. And he's fifteen hundred years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you did so, such a great job with him.
1: So you didn't? You weren't bummed that when Rocket gave him an eye, you didn't give him a wig too? Like, hey, here's your hair back, <laughs> and now you look like. Thor- <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know what? I think the best way to kind of move through this is
0: like taking story by story. So yeah. let's focus on Thor first because that's the intro of the movie. Yeah, and uh, the intro is amazing. It was a really because it's scary. It yeah. is absolutely terrifying, yep. and it's and actually I think someone pointed out most of the dialogue we got from Thanos in the trailers is like just from that scene. Yep. So yeah, so smart, yeah. so smart to do that. But how do we feel about Loki's? Uh, air quote exit because yeah. he doesn't get he doesn't die. Tom yeah. Hiddleston just doesn't die in this universe. Uh, Greg, how would you I think he's dead now for sure? Yeah, <laughs> he got squeezed. Yeah, <laughs> he got a little squeezed uh, and then got blown up a little bit. Yeah,
1: you never know though. What Thor says? Thanos killed half my people. Where yep. did the other half? What? Is Valkyrie dead? This is a, this is a
2: discussion we had on uh, MCU in review because that was my thing too. I think yeah that if you notice when they come into the shot, there's two the ship's been split in two. Okay. So I think just like Thanos' is every other planet every other planet he's conquered he pulls aside half of them to kill There you half go. of them to
1: live got so, it yeah, that makes they, sense
2: they, since we didn't see Valkyrie the door is left open that yes she is still alive but we, you know what I mean we, that's gonna be left if up to the writers pick, I'm sure
0: if you picked a leader to go take care of the other half it either would've been for me Heimdall yeah. it's a bummer he got stuck on me didn't. he yeah. at least got an,
1: a more important exit than other characters yeah yeah, but, yeah right Like yeah. him sending off Hulk also yeah. I, I. it was really crazy to see Hulk getting his ass handed to him by Thanos. That was so... Also, Loki gets like, well, we have a Hulk, which is like, that's a cool payoff from the first Avengers movie. And
0: also, it's like, this: the Hulk should... Why is he losing so bad? Like, he's losing so bad right now. But that set it up. That
2: I, that was such a great way to establish stakes without them telling us he's the most powerful person in the universe. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It was a very... That whole scene was done really well. Also, that's when you got to see Ebony Maw doing... I'm not sure if he's telekinetic or if he's doing magic. Doesn't matter. He's a demon. And, yeah. like, that was... He was absolutely terrifying. Like, when he went to New York, I'm like, I really wish any of the other people were here right now. Because he's the worst. Yeah. He's he's the devil right now.
1: I like i think they start throwing it around early early in there that they, they start offhandedly mentioning that just by thanos already having two of the infinity stones he's already the most powerful being in the universe yeah and it's yeah. So, like right off the bat yeah <laughs> so that was interesting
0: and uh from there thor goes off with uh rocket and groot which is uh it you were mentioning this but greg what do you think about thor joining guardians three and being part of that team
2: Oh, that'd be rad, right? I'd totally, be all down for that. Do you think that's going to happen though? It depends.
1: Think, I think the big th- I think we're going to say goodbye to the big three after Avengers four uh, for yeah. a good a good chunk of time until they feel enough time has passed to recast those roles.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's you know since we're in spoilers, well, something that you know Tim was so quick to point out when we left that I hadn't thought about is that you know all the original avengers are still alive yep mm-hmm. so we get to get to avengers 4 and have this be their film their come together have cap say avengers assemble and them all go out and then yeah some of them get killed some of them do whatever bringing back everybody else
1: yeah i think that that's why i noticing that those are the ones that are left behind that because i did feel like the this movie was uh, as ambitious as it was and as crazy as cool as it was to see that it was overstuffed um uh, getting back to some of the the core characters, the religion, or the original lineup, mm-hmm. uh, barring a, a rocket and an Ant Man, maybe depending on if he vanished. Um, yeah. uh, it, I think that's really smart way to end this off. I can, you can end it on a more focused note. You got the big, yeah. got all the big crazy. Yeah. Now we kind of have to refocus on on having it be an Avengers movie. <laughs>
0: uh, and actually, again, moving to a different topic really quick. After the movie, a lot of people were like kind
1: of upset by like why did Doctor why did Doctor Strange save Tony like. Like that is, yeah. That we actually have any... a question. I, I, I'm interested to have you dive into that because I think your take on it's interesting. Should we? Yeah. Do you want me to read you the tweet? Yeah, the read because yeah. I, I have a fun theory for this, and Greg probably you might have the same idea. But what's a tweet? So, Wally at uh, Cam Senses. Uh, do you think that Doctor Strange giving Thanos the time stone was all a part of a plan? Uh, he couldn't have just sacrificed it for Tony, a person he literally just met. I don't think it was
0: a sacrifice. I think it was that it, he calls it the end game, yeah. and I think it's yep. it's basically this is the this is the crazy play you do. Uh, in a, uh, when you're playing football, man, yeah. sports metaphors are not my <laughs> thing. But they, uh, this is the this is the long pass. Like this well, is this is the long shot. This that is it's the Hail Mary. The yeah. Hail Mary. Thank. God, you're here, Greg. <laughs> uh, but no, that's what this is. Because he, you had one option. Star-Lord straight up fucked that up yeah. bad.
1: And this is the last chance you have. Well, because you mentioned that prior to that, he saw uh, 14 well, million, million. Uh, uh, versions yeah. of it. And he saw only one working.
0: Yeah, and it didn't. So all he knows is he probably knows exactly which people were going to die. He yeah. knew He already knew that he's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And I do think See, it's really interesting. Oh, go ahead.
2: See, this is my one – one of my narrative disconnects here is I agree with you, yes, that he saw the 14 million and only one does it work. And when he goes, this is Endgame, I think what doesn't make sense for me is when we cut away from them, I assumed he explained what he saw and how it worked. But the way it ends in him telling Tony Endgame, I don't think he did. And the way Chris uh, – you know, Chris Pratt's uh, character goes uh, – this was my plan by the way when it starts to work yeah it doesn't make it seem like that was the end game i, th- I think the end game plan that dr strange saw was that they all have to die tony has to live and thanos has to do whatever he does with the infinity gauntlet
1: yeah i think but it's I th- just
2: a weird thing of like i would explain that to everybody yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i think i think you're right Greg. i think it, i think it's um uh and you and like you said you talked about this too i i think the one in 14 million was Letting him have the time stone and letting the remainder deal with it, um, uh, or however it is it gets dealt with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you're right. It's like that maybe. Maybe share that. <laughs> Maybe uh, I know we're in a movie and we don't like to share our plans for spoilers. Personally, but... <laughs> I,
0: what I thought it was, was that the end, the one way it was going to work was yeah. the one that Starler fucked up. I mm, think that yeah. there was a plan for it to them to get that gauntlet away from him and he messed it up because I, of his emotions. I, yeah. Interesting. But um, I think also handing it over, he's like, out of people who could figure this out and make it work. Tony could do it, so we need to make sure he does not die.
1: Also, uh, he's the focal point of this entire universe, so so he needs to stick around. Yeah, he needs to stick around for the last movie. Toys, (laughs) go ahead. Yeah,
2: I didn't. uh, The one thing I'm thinking of right is that maybe he doesn't tell them. and he sees the end game. He knows how it's going to eventually play out or need to play out, and he doesn't tell them because to be corny and go back to Avengers one the avengers need to avenge someone like does it not work if tony goes back and he's like dr strange saw everything they're not really dead here's how we're gonna undo all this yeah i don't know we'll see when he comes back we'll see
0: i wish this is
1: the most avengery avenging you can
0: do because half of people are dead half of
1: people (laughs) are dead by the way when i know we're getting ahead of ourselves but when people started vanishing that was more than half of the group that was a lot. That was a lot. A lot of people on the good guy side. Bye bye. I
0: did like it though that it was that Greg. You mentioned this, but it, we're getting back to this is the first group of Avengers because you could have done as a way to set up your your second your your next generation is have them figure it out. They're like you lost the big guys. You don't. Yeah, you need to figure the, this have out. Have the core team go away, and the new guys are the ones that remain. But uh, it, it, to wrap up their stories, you sh- it's good that you kept the first yeah. the, the the first Avengers that you had, but also if they're going to do like a classic villain move where you bring back dead people as like an army or you do something like that, if you wanted to go that route, Black Panther, Iron Man, or Black Panther, Spider-Man, all the Guardians, and Groot included, and a lot of other people, I'm like, they are pretty formidable. They're minus... Bar Thor and Hulk, like you, you took yeah, like Scarlet Witch yeah. coming back. That would be and working for Thanos would be very, very scary.
1: So before we got off on this tangent, we were talking about Thor's story, and mm. so he goes on his adventure with Rocket and Groot, and then they go and meet uh, Peter Dinklage, who's been uh, uh, we knew was cast in the movie, but they'd been keeping it under wraps because uh, you don't want the kids to know that he's the dwarf that forged Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, his little bit?
2: I loved it. I thought it was a great reveal. I personally, I, yeah, I do as much blackout as I can since I'm not usually on our pop culture show. Yeah. So, like, I didn't realize he was in it. I didn't know he had been cast or I had forgotten about it. So when he popped up, there was just, like, murmuring around the audience, like, that's my god! Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, like, this giant guy. I liked his character a lot. It was another scene I enjoyed a lot with, you know, Thor making the sacrifice, getting right there, getting blasted and stuff. I thought, again, it was a great mashup of how sur- or uh, how serious everything is that... You know, all the other dwarves have been killed. Dinklage is there, and Thanos, you know, put his hands in this metal, man. But then, like, to he can't catch a to, break. To cap it off. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But then to cap it off, where he's like, "If, if you go in there, you'll die. You're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna get killed if you go in there." He's like, "Well, only if I die." And Dinklage's like, y- "Yes, that's what. what? Like, yes, that's what getting killed is."
1: I like the moment when they're restarting. The, that's one of my favorite moments in the movie when they're restarting the forge. It was um, because it, this is like big Thor scale stuff. Like, I love the, his new hammer. Um, has Groot's arm as the as the handle i think that's really fun Mm -hmm. and i like that pairing of those characters because my favorite the guardians are Groot and rocket so i like them sending them off with with thor and everything and and so that was a cool but yeah peter dinklage no matter what he's in he can't catch a break i wonder if they pitched it to him like hey you're gonna be a dwarf but don't worry you're gonna be a giant dwarf (laughs) you're still a dwarf (laughs) still a dwarf but big But big. (laughs) But, but big and
0: also you don't get to use your hands Cool. All right. Awesome. But no, the the Stormbreaker. Thor's entrance into the Battle of Wakanda uh, is one of the most epic moments for Thor period. Like you got some cool moments when he like was lightning God in Ragnarok. That was cool. But him showing up in for that battle and you're like, oh, I forgot that Thor's like a God like this is this is even though he's like a God in Ragnarok, but it's God versus God. So it's like it's just more like powered people versus powered people. In this instance, though, it's a god just entered the playing field. And so you don't... The tide is going to turn in your favor until thing.
1: Yeah, this is the best emphasis of, his, especially even restarting the 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 forge, uh, realizing like, oh shit, like the, the significance of his strength, like mm-hmm. like he's he is a uh, significantly more powerful than he usually is depicted as in these other movies, and it makes sense. Like it, it's it, it he should be that powerful.
0: And I do like the symmetry of him being taken down by Thanos and then coming back, and he's the one that uh, gets to put an axe in his chest. But boy, oh boy, that was a mo- that was a moment where uh, Thanos got a really good real in line is like you should aim for the head yeah all right working backwards again (laughs) so like what what, what's uh... so
1: when when thor's taken down we go Mm -hmm. back to earth and uh banner lands in the sanctum sanctorum and uh tony shows up and tony and doctor strange immediately don't like each other (gasps) magic versus science who would have thought i thought they would have gotten along
0: right off the bat more quips (laughs) uh no but that that was one of the there was a lot of really uh solid moments in that especially where uh Tony realizes that something's happening outside. He's like, hey, are you doing the hair thing? And he's like, not right now. Yeah, <laughs> Which is uh, that's a fun little line. And also uh, some of the best humor of the movie happened in that scene because the rest of the movie has to get pretty serious. So I'm glad they kind of front loaded the movie <laughs> with some good jokes, especially Iron uh, Spider-Man had a lot of really good moments in that fight, especially his intro with the suit and oh, stopping... Sure. I think they call him Cole Obsidian instead of Black Dwarf in this movie. The big guy. Oh, yeah. The Hulk, yeah. but for Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had some pretty great moments. And uh, also, one of the coolest uses of uh, Doctor Strange's magic, I thought. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also one of my favorite fights in the entire movie. I mean, there's many good fights, but it, it it's uh, seeing uh, all these different powers work together is really cool. A, a positive and it's
1: again. also really scary to see one of. Uh, Thanos' lackeys taking on basically like half the event like you got the two wizards uh, Spider-Man and uh, and Iron Man and, and he's not really breaking a sweat he's just splitting cars in half and shit and <laughs> not really feeling bothered how did you feel about Ebony Ma, Greg?
2: I loved him I thought he was great and it's like what you're saying right there right the fact that the They're all scrambling, Strange, Wong, Spider-Man, Iron Man, to get him. And, like, he's just sitting there, right? He's just using his fingers and slicing things in half and tossing them out of the way as they come at him. It was like, yes, this is radical. And especially, I mean, jumping ahead, as we've been doing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it is that thing when he's in, when they're all up there fighting him in the spaceship. And it is like, he's like, you have no chance of beating me. And it was like, yeah, I was in the same thing of, like, how the hell are they going to use brute strength to take this guy down? Yeah. And then for Iron Man to be like, yeah, but the kids watch more movies than me <laughs> and they yeah. blow the whole lot and suck him out. I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. If you, that was cool. Th-
0: that was a good payoff to the joke from civil war or with, uh, the empire strikes back. It's yeah. Like you see an alien? And I'm like, honestly, I have no idea what reference you're specifically picking right yeah. now, but I'm like, Oh, okay, okay. Cool. 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 And, um, with that fight, we get the introduction of the iron spider suit, which yes. is really cool. Yep. Also, I want to bring up Hulk in a second, but, uh, i know dj you have mixed to negative feelings about yeah the suit. i'm not a
1: huge fan of the iron spider suit <laughs> personally for me
0: i love the use of it and also it made sense that if you're gonna go into war you don't you're not gonna wear your undies yeah. you're gonna wear armor and also it helped him breathe in space a little bit yeah Shh. don't ask that <laughs> <laughs> it's a suit all right and the arms were really helpful for when he was like helping the guardians out on the big titan battle which i thought was really interesting
1: yeah what did you think of the iron spider suit greg
2: yeah as far as the utility purpose i get it i understand why it's there from a storytelling perspective i've just never been a fan of that i don't like spider-man looking like that Same. I, I do like and i understand i i totally get uh, yeah like he needs the arms he needs to be able to breathe blah, blah. it all makes sense it's just like cool i just don't like this yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and it's also one of those things i uh it's one of those moments in the movie where it's like does that suit need to be cg like we've been we've had like decades of being able to do practical spider-man costumes like why does you couldn't have made the it just it, it was one of those things and there was a few for the most part i think the cg is is fine to really good in this movie but it was one of those like it, it i felt like it was a little too reliant on it at certain points especially when like so much of the movies alien worlds and alien people it's like give the give your v f x department a break, man, like no. do some of the things <laughs> call up wet and do a couple things practical <laughs> come on, man, uh, but during that interesting, we find out that Bruce can't hulk out, yeah. It. I I think yeah. this, perform. Listen, a lot of men struggle with performance issues. All right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, what did you think about this story? Because throughout the movie, Bruce, I think this is one of my favorite storylines for Bruce specifically. Because in Thor Ragnarok, he kind <laughs> he kinds <laughs> he kind of turns into like an old man. He's like, No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to turn into Hulk in this. I'm like, All right, calm down, Bruce. You don't need to freak out about this. But in the, I did enjoy that Bruce Banner got to have some epic moments. He was he got to use part of his science brain, science yeah. bro. Yeah, and he got an awesome takedown later in the movie but how do we feel about him that hulk decided not to be a part of this dj oh, i thought oh. it was
2: really interesting from his story perspective like mm. i thought that i you know i i i like the idea now of bruce and hulk having this internal model you know i mean how do you how do you do that something like we were talking about like cg and on mcu review, like nick was like man i did not feel how the hulk looked when like he talked to bruce like i didn't like that and i was like <laughs> okay, sure, but how are they going to go inside and give us a thought bubble the way they would in a comic book? This was a great way to do that, and it was unexpected and totally unexpected that – he wouldn't show up the rest of the movie. I was so True. ready for that scene we saw in the trailer of Wakanda and Hulk's running and, and Cap's running and Falcon's flying and it's like, here we go. At any moment, he's going to get in over his head in uh, the Hulkbuster armor and that's going to happen. And it never did. Instead, Thor shows up and it's like, oh, wow, this is actually really cool and keep me on my toes. Yeah,
1: it, it was a really interesting. and uh, it, it was a, It's interesting to me also that now they do have a conversation, which is not how I felt like – I ne- never really felt like the Hulk was a distinct personality in these in these films, like it was just a part of Bruce, mm-hmm. um, which I guess yeah. is still technically true. But it was—it's interesting that he, he was actively saying no, no, he doesn't want to come. And it's—I'll be interested to see if they dive into that more in the next movie and why Hulk doesn't want to play. Hey, if you
0: got laid out like that, because he looked absolutely terrified yeah. after he got like beat by Thanos, and I think that's interesting because also he, I like the decision in Ragnarok that he's a kid, yeah, and, but he's the kid who always wins, and it, yeah. when when you are bested, you lose your confidence. You you can't perform, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boys. Sometimes we can't perform, and that's okay. You just gotta get back out there and you can try again. But uh, but you st- with that you got Banner doing an awesome takedown of the big guy yeah, of other big.
1: of Evil Hulk yeah. from space. Uh, I like that moment. I liked him I, at first. He like sh- he shows up in the uh, Hulk Buster armor, and it's like a cool visual. But he wasn't really doing. He was just doing Hulk shit in the in the Hulk Buster armor. But when he got to fight the the big guy uh-huh. and, and uh, take him out that was that was a really cool moment I thought that was really fun it was and
0: uh, I think I, uh, it was I'm confused by the physics of Hulk a little bit because he kind of can stretch Armstrong a little bit with his <laughs> his body when he like when Hulk comes out <laughs> but only in his head like it's only his face that Hulk's out yeah. So for a second it'd be funny from the outside you see the Hulk but- Buster head just bulge a little bit and they <laughs> <Yeah>. get smaller <laughs> again
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Greg how did you feel about the because the Guardians kind of basically get their own sequel in the this movie they get they get their kind of own little pocket of the movie how did you feel about their yeah. incorporation
2: i thought they were great like i love the guardians but i was concerned about how their humor would mash up with this and not to i didn't expect you know they've always been our link i guess them and thor our link to the cosmic and the space and the uh, you know fantastical but to go back to nowhere or have them say nowhere and have me understand what that is you yeah know I mean? the fact that they just like they didn't even show it there's like, oh yeah, we wiped out that Novacore planet too. Like, we already got their stone. They're all dead. And you're like, holy, really? Wow, I didn't yeah. expect that. Like, I thought they were great. I loved that we got, yeah, a Guardian sequel embedded in this movie with their humor. And when they were, when they're making fun of Peter for all, like being borderline fat, you're like, <laughs> one more sand- one more sandwich, and you're fat. And yeah. like, oh, I'm getting a bowflex. I'm committing. I'm getting dumbbells.
1: I. uh Does he? What he know? What a bowflex is? Was bowflex around in the? He, 80s? he knows. Uh,
2: you know what that. <laughs> That was my question. I thought too. Of like, was that a thing? Let's yeah. Actually,
1: you know what? I got a computer
0: in front of me. I'll do a quick Sam's Google gonna, search. Sam's
1: going to look it up. No, I liked. It. I liked his his uh, feeling. I liked how much they all fell in love with Thor immediately, and and Peter feeling a little inadequate next to Thor. Uh, and I mean, uh, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you? No. Yeah. For real. <laughs> like, of course I would. <laughs> uh, I thought. I thought that was really fun. I, the one. The one joke that didn't quite work for me was when Drax felt he was invisible. I'm really? Like, oh, I loved it. Maybe we, I did too, personally. Maybe, but... maybe we could have had another scene with Cap <laughs> instead of. <laughs> if, we were to tra- if we were to trade. If, I, if I'm being honest. Also, you mentioned Xandar. It's like we should have cut to a scene of John C. Riley's Re- smoldering corpse <laughs> floating in space. And Glenn c- Close and him hugging <laughs> as they're just burning. In case, in case you didn't think Thanos was bad enough, here's jet- dead
0: John C. Riley. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, wait, wait. When did Peter go into space? What year? 80s? Yeah,
1: eighty eighty what though. Oh, it's important. Eighty we're, what though? Here. Yeah, when when was the Boflex around? Uh eighty six. Uh, eighty
2: six. Ooh, that's
1: cutting it close.
2: Oh that I don't know about that. Yeah, it was well it was thirty four years when Guardians
0: Thirty four years right, it, And that came out in like twenty fourteen, I think.
2: Well no, yeah. but Guardians two right where they're like because they do the missouri thing and then they go 34 years later and we're out there okay
1: oh man well oh well speaking of this this might be a good time to bring up uh uh tony makes a comment about the timetable that's confusing a few people we got a few questions about this i pulled one all right so um amishi sing sing Mm. nope I'm at sorry. At Cricket yeah, yeah, thank you, At Cricket Mish. I'm sorry that I'm bad at names. Uh, did Tony say Thanos has been on his mind for six years since New York? Uh, which a few people brought that up. Thoughts on the eight years later in Homecoming. And, um, and she's also wondering what the to- time frame was for the Dermamo incident. Tony's line was in the movie on purpose, right? There's a little bit of confusion. Ever since the eight years later on Spider-Man Homecoming, the timeline is confusing. So I wondered if you guys had any thoughts on that. Because I'm pretty sure Tony did say... It's been six years since New York, even though Homecoming specifically said something different. Eight years since since the incident.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I actually don't have an answer. I think that I think that's a rut row. That's a rut row on Marvel's part. Because I. Th-
2: well, here's my thing. Is it? Or because? Hear me out. Mm. I th- I don't think he means. And I'm playing Devil's Advocate, reverse engineering here. Okay. I thought he meant he's been in my head since. Scarlet Witch got in my head. Mm. Remember that? In, in Avengers Age of Ultron, yeah. she taps his head and he sees the horrible thing and he's he's screwed up from there.
1: Let's go with that, Because huh? she,
2: she has the power of Infinity Stone, obviously. She, yes. He infects his head and he can't get it out. But yeah, it's confusing because he's relating it to New York, obviously.
0: That's... That is a, I think that's a good theory also but um and that's probably what they meant when they did it but also he was dealing with PTSD in Iron Man 3 yeah. from course, the events so it's like but like if we were to pick a moment where Tony went full like paranoia it's Ultron it's it like that's Ultron. when he went yeah. that's when he went super Uh early.
1: speaking so talking about Scarlet Witch and Ultron and all that stuff uh, Scarlet uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision uh matter uh, a lot in this movie yes, how did they you, do. how did you guys feel about um uh, their
0: part (laughs) so far i mean i like vision a lot i enjoy i enjoy paul bettany's portrayal of vision Mm -hmm. and i think there's a cool exploration of like what it means to be a person like what it means to be human but also we do have to plow through a lot of movies so that doesn't that does get kind of put on the back burner while also being really important um i think they set up enough emotional stakes for their characters in this movie for me to care when things went to poop yeah personally but what about you greg
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, knowing Vision's backstory, as I do from the comics or whatever, I was happy to see that, because, you know, in uh, Civil War, we see that hinted at, that that clearly he cares for her, but is it going to ever get explored? That's never going to be a main threat. I'm glad that they were like, for two years, this has been happening off camera. You know what I mean? They've been building this relationship and sneaking away to see each other. I thought that was cool. And then, yeah, I felt just like, I like the character of Vision, but it sucks that, like, all right, here, you're a full-blown vision in this movie. Let's see you do some stuff. Uh, you're just stabbed the entire movie. The entire yeah. movie, you are just hurt, and you're trying to do it, which I understand needs to happen, but...
1: Yeah, he, he kicks a lot of ass in Civil War, and in this movie, not, he's not phasing through stuff. He's not using his his head beam. He's not using any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting, too, now that I think about it, I think oh, I, I would have really liked um, maybe a secret Avengers movie before this one that deal, deals with... Cap and his team on the run because I was really interested to see kind of what they were up to after Civil War and that... Doesn't really get touched on, and they in and, and talking about vision and Scarlet Witch, it, it see it sounds like the way they phrase it, it sounds like there's Romeo and Juliet like visions on Stark's side, but Scarlet Witch is on Cap side, so they sneak away, and it's like I I would have liked more of that. I would have like that's an interesting idea that because mm-hmm. we have fifteen thousand things to take care of in this movie, it's, it's just there, you know what I mean? And so I I I, I guess secretly I just wanted a, a more Cap and his buddies before this movie. <laughs> that's fair because if we move into Cap's
0: territory, not a lot he. I think has maybe five lines I, like, and I think
1: they're all in the trailers
0: Yeah, we need except, to get this
1: guy a shield and he nods at, uh, at uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther and it's like <laughs> cool um, besides I am Steve Rogers I
2: am Steve Rogers <laughs> that's,
1: that's a good joke
0: also out of all the Guardians to bring to Earth thank God they brought Rocket and Groot yeah. because it's just like
1: who's the weird who's minus mantis like who's the
0: weirdest ones you can love
1: i i wish we again because i i guess i guess what we're sensing is if it's not obvious the cap movies are my favorite Mm -hmm. uh so i wish i had more of that team cap uh but i love when winter soldier grabs Rocket with the one hand And he's shooting the other And the little arm joke And it made me like I wish we had more Bucky I wish You know like I think that's one of my favorite Payoffs to a joke Is that Rocket likes to take Body parts Like yeah. he just Because they set that up In yeah. both
0: Guardians movies But it, <laughs> to be honest Sometimes the humor In the Guardians movies Not every joke hits for me yeah. And sometimes that specific joke Never really hit for me But in this I'm like This is great He's like He had a gross eye In his pocket And then Thor just Popped it in his He's like I would have watched God. it <laughs> it, was, it was in my pocket yeah. And also like, I'm gonna get that arm <laughs> Which I hope he does. Yeah. Well, right now, Bucky's kind of. Yeah, he did, he, did, he, got... he missed a shot. Yeah, he did. He missed
1: a shot. Don't we all? So I think we've we've hit the main beats except for the big one. The the person we could argue I, honestly, I think my favorite. I'm, I don't even know if it counts as a joke, but my favorite little, I guess, Easter egg ish is at the end. You know, at the end of these movies, I'm always like Spider Man will return, the Avengers will return. This oh, one yeah, is yeah. Thanos will return. So, what do you guys think about Thanos? Greg, go ahead
2: i I mean, I was blown away. Uh, I thought, you know, Thanos is another big bad in the Marvel Universe. He's gonna be the bad guy of this movie. and for the most part, I feel like... Marvel villains in the MCU aren't that great. There's obviously yeah. plenty of exceptions, but for the most part, you're sl- usually they have the powers of the person they're fighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you have this suit, I have the other suit. I'm right. an okay. evil
0: Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to
2: go through here and from his introduction ha- like not have him be the shadowy figure we've known for so long, off not do- having his minions do something, have him right there on Thor's ship, have him school the Hulk, have him not lose his cool at any point, and then Go through and really see his motivations on why he's doing this. Get, you know, talk about his world of Titan and how bad things went there. See him, you know, take a liking to Gamora and bring her into the fold. And even before we get to the scene race to sacrifice her and he cries, like you could tell from that. I was watching that scene with him and Baby Gamora, and it was just like, he's not doing this to be weird and twisted he's doing this because he does see something in her he does want to be that paternal figure
1: I think my favorite scene in the movie is the flashback to Thanos you're picking up Gamora because there's just it's so one it's so damn sad it's just really like oh my goodness the well he's kind of and again it's a great you you, you make a great great point greg it's a great opportunity to show that he does in a weird twisted way he does have compassion that he shields her from what which by the way should be a hint to you thanos that what you're doing is wrong if you feel the need to shield people from it uh but uh but he knows that that killing
0: isn't like it's weird he knows it it, He no. i'm i was about to make an argument but he definitely just murders and like boils a dude's hands just because like so he's still got like maniacal mustache mustache twirling tendencies (laughs) uh but he he also has a heart which was in it that was a that was an amazing scene for them to like show that was that he he saved her yeah and he does love her he does horrible things But he's doing it because he thinks that deep down that no one else is willing to bite the bullet and do these things, even though in his mind he thinks everyone thinks the same way yeah, in a
1: way it's and it's interesting i think there, if i were to watch it again i'd pay attention to the idea of of you know thanos thinks his mission is more important than his love for gamora and and theoretically his love for nebula with what he does to her which looks like a uh, damn nightmare um, <laughs> yeah and and i think w- comparing that to when cap says you know we're not we're not going to sacrifice people that we don't have to and and theoretically doctor strange's decision not to uh, sacrifice tony I think there might be some them- thematic connective tissue there that i'm going to be honest on the first watch through i didn't i, I until us talking about it right now i didn't quite catch okay also important to bring up peter was
0: taken in 1988 boflix was created in 1986 Boom. Uh, the joke works hey the, and hey, now hey, hey the joke works the, <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> this movie's an a plus now yeah. <laughs> yeah. um the scene that I thought played slightly strange, but also the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it, is when Gamora is sacrificed. Is that, um, that I'm like, Gamora, how are you not getting this right now? Yeah, it's, you're definitely gonna go down that pit. It's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're 100%. <laughs> Girl, run! <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: you, should back, you should back the fuck up right now, even though he can teleport and do everything uh, that a god could do. But the scene, it truly shows how she perceives Thanos. It's yeah. like, that. yeah, you're my Air "Quote dad," yeah. kind of adoptive dad, but you really think that deep down he does not care yeah. that he cares about the mission, which is true, but also he cares about you in his weird fucked up <laughs> way. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he also tried to sacrifice you, but he did it because he knew that Peter Quo couldn't kill you. Yeah. Like he had, he had full, he had all the pieces. Yeah. He wasn't going to allow her to get hurt, also because. She had something that he
1: wanted. I also like the way. I'm glad they they went for it. knowing knowing that we're going into an Avengers four, knowing that with the Infinity Gauntlet in plate, literally you can rewrite every anything you want. Knowing those things, I'm glad they went for it. I'm glad they went full on. The snapping the fingers half the population goes bye bye they get into uh, in the Infinity Gauntlet comic they really go and they cut to other planets and how they're reacting I like the, we get the tag at the end where it's like it's basically a left behind movie like half the planet's gone or like or like uh, Leftover turns out the Leftover is part of the MCU everybody yeah uh. <laughs> that's what happened yeah they were just we only focused on a
0: suburb in New York <laughs> they should have gone wider with it we yeah. would have figured out what would have happened um,
1: I, I'm glad they went for it I'm glad they went full on, again, this is a two-parter, letting the good guys lose. Like, straight up, he, Thanos says at the beginning, I know what it's like to believe in yourself and still lose. We went for it.
0: Speaking of Avengers Infinity War, you know what I enjoyed uh, more than most people is uh, Doctor Strange, specifically
1: that damn fine shave he had. Did you yeah, notice that? He, he, you got a pretty nice shave recently as well. You're looking like a baby clean... Baby smooth. Yeah, you're looking like a clean baby boy. You know, if you,
0: it's, it's as smooth as a goddamn ship. And you know what? how I got that? <laughs> how? With Dollar Shave Club. What? Dollar Shave Club has got it all. If you ever shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, I've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club has a lot of stuff to help you out, and they deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready in the bathroom or bathroom, Mm -hmm. depending on what part of the country or world you're from. And they're much more than razors, all right? Listen up. Shut up. Listen up for a second. Okay, I meant that nicely. I meant that with love, but... Pipe down and listen up because Dollar Shave Club, yes, that's Dollar Shave Club, delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You need shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, even a wipe that leave your tush feeling tingly clean. I'm a big fan of their Amber and Lavender Calming Body Cleanser. Oh Boy, does it smell good. It's I'm serious. It smells delicious. Never smelled anything like it. Good luck finding a product that great at a store. Dollar Shave has it all, all right? All of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top-shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping
1: is free with your membership, dingus. And here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just 5 bucks. you can get their Daily Essentials starter set it comes with a body cleanser one wipe charlie's which are their amazing butt wipes their world famous shave butter and their best razor the six blade executive keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add on shampoo toothpaste and anything else you need check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com stupid that's Dollar shave Club dot com slash stupid well, let's get back into the spoilers let's do it i did want to bring up uh, the post credit
0: scene because when the car crashed i was like oh shit ant-man's small and he's driving the car i'm like wait that doesn't make any sense i totally forgot that the whole world's dying right now and that was a good uh, uh way of showing that uh the avengers are needed now more than ever and it's probably a good groundwork to get rid of the sokovia accords because like U.S. government, governments of the world, what are you going to do? Like, what are you seriously yeah. going to do right now? Uh, but I think this is a kind of a cool transition to what do we want to see in Avengers
1: 4? Well, hold on. You I got think? a thing? Yeah, I got a um, specific question from Danny Boy at Shinyverse78. We love Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that the MCU – wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I think I'm reading the wrong one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that, Danny Boy asks, concerning the MCU has been doing these movies for over 10 years, was this movie the payoff it was supposed to be? Um, and, and he says, we don't necessarily need to dive into this, but he says, what score do you give the MCU as a whole up to this point? And then we have one that's a Avengers 4 one. Yeah. yeah okay, sorry. well, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll answer Danny Boy's question really quick. Uh, th- does it pay off? Uh, for me, yes, because we're getting another one. You know, if it doesn't follow up in the, for- in the fourth movie, uh, then we'll... I, I don't know what Marvel's doing, but uh for great uh Greg uh how does this movie uh, do you feel satisfied enough after watching it
2: yes and no mm-hmm. like i i i just have, uh, even though they've changed the titles i've always cons- i've always you know considered this a two part movie that like that we're only getting half the story here mm-hmm. so I loved it and I had a lot of fun with it. I'll tell you that leaving the theater, I'm like, man, I am not excited for Ant Man and the Wasp or <laughs> Captain Marvel in the same way. Like, I really feel I would have loved them to treat these like if you remember when the Matrix did it, right? Where one came out in this time of year and the next came out in November, and like I think yeah. they did Harry Potter too. Like, that's not unheard of, and I would have rathered them do that to capitalize on this because I do feel like. Ant-Man and Captain Marvel, to an extent, are going to be like, all right, these are fun, but I really wish we were doing this right now. I want to know what's happening with that story I
1: think Captain Marvel will, since it looks like she's going to play a part in 4, I think having the setup to her will be really interesting. I desperately hope that Ant-Man and Wasp takes place after this that they're all goofing does, around man. that it can't no it can't possibly but part <laughs> but part of mentioned? me part of me genuinely wishes it's like hey we're gonna go on a goofy adventure while half the planet's gone no, or like they drive down the street and they're like oh it's dusty down here it's like oh no yeah oh no
2: well i mean that's the thing right like i feel like this one and captain of marvel kind of write themselves in terms of the easter egg of like and the wasp he's under house arrest as they mentioned in this movie they go out and he has to come out to do his wacky adventure Everything's great. They do it. They succeed. Hooray! And then the post credit scene is him and Evangeline Lilly chilling out, probably with Michael Douglas if he doesn't get killed. And then both Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly disappear. Right? Yeah, like they turn to dust. I He's
0: think like, you called it. going on? I think yeah. you called it. Yeah, that would be a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a slight
1: bum. And uh, then, uh, yeah. yeah. So how do we? Uh, you're. Uh, Greg, you're probably going to touch on this, or if you haven't already, uh, because it sounds like you ran down on the movies. Your general rating of the MCU so far, and we we've been doing our recap as well. But um, uh, do do we want to throw out our our general ratings of the MCU so far? Of every movie, or like top three? No, no, just rate if you rate the whole the whole Uh thing, the whole ten year
0: endeavor. Man, I mean, you can't like knock it for the kind of ambition that they're going for in these movies. Like this is they're asking the audience a lot to pay attention and, like, actually invest time and energy into these characters, that a lot of them are weird. Like, after a mm-hmm. while, when you start to look at them, they're <laughs> like, they're like this is, like, Iron Man, but different, you know? Like, yeah. when it comes to origin stories sometimes. But th- this is unprecedented, and that's what movies are supposed to be. It's supposed to be you taking big chances. Are they bl- big blockbusters with blowing up stuff and the hero wins? Sometimes, most part, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But it shouldn't be, I don't think it should be knocked for this. I, I If I were to rate it, yeah. it, it it'd get an A. A nice
1: minus. A yeah. A minus A minus I think I think I'd give it I think I'd give it overall because some of them I, I I love some of these movies so much I love Civil War um, uh, I really enjoy movies like Ant Man I, I find them a lot of fun I think overall I I give the whole endeavor so far probably a B plus mm-hmm. I think it's a really solid and and, and it really again on a logistical level it's it's incredibly impressive mm-hmm. Greg have you given Yeah
2: I mean. I- i echo everything you guys are saying right like i i give it an a as well both both on the fact that they're doing something crazy and they've actually accomplished it but the fact that i think you see the movies getting weirder and weirder and i mean that in a good way in the way that they did it the way you're supposed to do it where hey here general movie going audience who hasn't picked up a comic book here's iron man and captain america and and then it builds to Avengers, and then We start bringing in weirder Avengers to the point that you then get to phase three movies that can be, all right, Thor is a buddy comedy. Why not? We're going to do that. Stephen Strange goes into mirror pocket universes and all this crazy crap. Okay, sure. You now admit that could happen in this universe to get you to this point where, all right, yeah, everything makes sense and we're together. It's been... A crazy ride, and they've built something, yeah. I didn't think it was possible when they really started.
1: Mm-hmm. Same. Who, who knew, like, I, I, the excitement around the Nick Fury cameo with the end Iron Man, it's crazy that it's it has built to this yes yeah. it's yeah it, it,
0: it they should they deserve all the praise yeah they, and you know uh and and they're not half-assing it in, no. in, in, in any sense if there's if there's like gripes it comes down to just general like story stuff where it's like or but overall like they're they're not trying to just throw something at you yeah. they're really trying to tell you a story that maybe hasn't been told or will at least affect you in a way that another movie hasn't yet.
1: So with that in mind, uh, uh, going back to your original question, uh, Just Eugene is Fine at Eugene M- M- Mario. Uh, what are your predictions for Avengers 4? What do you think the title will be? Ooh. Well,
0: there's been rumors online. They're like, it's Avengers disassembled, which is like, it. they are disassembled. But we, it's... but they
1: were already disassembled. That, that, that would be weird to me because yeah, they were I already know. disappointed. They were already disassembled in Avengers or Captain America Civil War. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Greg? What I mean, do you think? I
2: think honestly, I think you go the opposite, right? And call it Avengers Assemble.
1: Well, Ooh. you've been uh, you've been in your the bubble, uh, not not letting yourself like hear a lot of the press stuff. I will the I will only say that the Russos have said that somebody was like, "Oh, I'm scared about what the title will be," and they're like, "You should be scared." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so well, I'm. Well, yeah, not, the, Uh,
2: Avengers dust in the wind
1: there you go perfect (laughs) perfect Um, I think because going off of Infinity Gauntlet uh, there's a there's a point where uh, a big point of that comic is that Thanos is his own worst enemy Um, and at a certain point they the heroes have to team up with Thanos because somebody else gets the Infinity Gauntlet and I think there's enough room here with with him sacrificing Gamora and his perspective on stuff that he might not feel the best. He does smile at the end, but that, that he might not feel the best or maybe somebody else, because it doesn't look like he has the Infinity Gauntlet at the end, mm-hmm. um, that perhaps somebody else will try and use it. And so our remaining Avengers have to team up with Thanos, um, which I think has a ton of story potential because they all have reasons at this point to just hate his guts. They mm-hmm. have to team up with him to try and stop or fix what he's done, and with that in mind, it wouldn't shock me if they call the movie Avengers: The Thanos Imperative, which is off of a, a cosmic crossover mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Personally, I just don't think that would sell them any toys. They did they did with Ultra Age of Ultron, <laughs> yeah. so they've done the villain named one before.
0: But but it's Age of Ultron. You're okay. like, oh, what is that? It's, age is about a couple days. <laughs> it's a couple. It's a couple of days <laughs> of of a robot threatening a city state <laughs> yeah. in Europe. Um, still scary. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, for names. It, it can be up there. It can be anything. Uh, th- uh, Avengers, you're, you're so gonna cry. Yeah. or Avengers, uh oh, dad turned to dust and he's stuck in my teeth. Uh oh, that's prob- that could uh, it wouldn't sell as much as no. other uh, as other names. It's but, dust in the wind. I think l- dust in the wind is the clear winner on this one. I mean, we should at least <laughs> if anyone's listening, they want to mock up a design. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. But um, let's talk about predictions. Uh, it's either what we want and what we think is going to happen.
1: Yeah, uh, DJ, I know you got thoughts, feelings. I, I like the no. I like the idea of focusing in on our main guys. I want to see Tony and Kat work out their issues I want to see a a more clear focus now that there are less characters uh, significantly Mm -hmm. them kind of focus on the interpersonal stuff a little bit more working out their stuff and really give these people these characters considering that I think most of the big three their contract is up Mm -hmm. all that stuff give them the send off that they have earned Mm -hmm. Um, I would not be shocked considering Tony is indirectly responsible for a lot of the uh uh-oh events between Ultron and the Accords and all that stuff if we see him be the one to use the Infinity Gauntlet to fix everything, and it looks like based on when Thanos did his snap, it looks like it takes a significant amount of energy to accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. That maybe that's how we see Iron Man go. He goes in. A, he, he he becomes dust in the wind. Yeah, he, he uses the Infinity Gauntlet, fixes all the bad stuff, but he he. It, whoever fixes the bad stuff, I think that will that will
0: cost us something. I think to build off of that. I think it's Thanos who's going to be the one that fixes it. I Mm. think Iron Man's gonna, and you're going to get the fake out. You're going to get the guy goes back and takes the place of the person. Yeah. Classic, classic storyline. I think Thanos is the one that doesn't get to live out of this one. And Also, villains usually don't in (laughs) this movie. So it's just like, the fact that he's coming back for a second movie, you're like, whoa, crazy. But I don't think he's going to make it very far. I think he's going to, be the one that like fixes it because yeah. uh, usually also in most Marvel events, uh, Gray, I don't know, I mean I know you read plenty of Marvel but like usually it's that someone outsmarts or outtalks Thanos into n- just fixing what he did like at one point he deleted the universe, the universe was just <laughs> yeah. gone and I think Adam Warlock's <laughs> ghost or something showed up and he was like well now you have nothing to rule and he's like you're right yeah. <laughs> he, he puts <laughs> yeah. everything back to what it was instead yeah. of anything edited and you're like alright that's fine, but Greg, what about you?
2: I don't know, man. Yeah, I I don't see them teaming up with Thanos. I think I thought he still had the gauntlet at the end. I thought when he was back on the farm, it was still on him, but all like smoldering and screwed up.
1: Maybe uh, that was cool but, that it was all messed this, up.
2: But it was a callback to the comic, right? Where there was a scarecrow in front of him that had his uh, armor on it. Yeah, it was his farm, which is a callback to him. You know, just going to be a farmer after it all happened. I like that. I. I don't have an answer. I don't – and I like that. Not that I'm, like, saying this was a completely predictable movie, but I felt like it was pretty predictable in the way that when we were talking about coming in, we were like, it's going to open with the Asgardians. Loki's going to die. He's going to have the Tesseract. Then it's going to jump. We're going to have a major death uh, in the third act or the start of the third act, and then we'll have the snap at the end. Like, we knew all that. And so coming here, based on, like – set photos and stuff right it seems like there's a lot of time travel in the next one which makes me think do they get do, you know do they get the dr strange time stone back and like he's somebody's able to i don't know i feel like there's gonna be a lot of time travel in them trying to go back and fix things from that side of it and we're going to go back to iconic uh, uh mcu moments and have them try to play it a different way
1: that'd be interesting
2: and then the butterfly effects out of them you know if we do this we can do that and if we do that we can stop this but and that might i really ex- don't know
1: that might also explain the like spider-man homecoming eight years and the six years and if it's if they're not going for the the he's mentioning ultron mm-hmm. it, that might explain some of the Uh, oopsies in the timeline. Maybe, and
0: maybe we can get Cap getting with Peggy, because when they kind of shoehorned in him kissing Sharon in Civil War, I was like, this is strange. You guys have talked five times, (laughs) and you're just one kiss. It's like, all right also it's just weird like it's it's kind of icky a little bit because he was so close with the yeah Yeah. the aunt and like now he's like well next best thing is not what he's saying but thinking uh (laughs) it's not great but um time travel is a fun way to go about it um and i'm i think it's going to be a really personal movie in the next one where people actually have to sit down and, and talk about their issues but not so much you're going to be like, but why did we sign this? It's not about that. It's about yeah. that, like, we have similar ideals. Just resolving their arcs. Yeah, yeah. And, and wrapping it up, which is really cool. And I think th- there's a chance Hulk might be gone, too. I think well, you could I, resolve that in the next movie. I
1: wanted to ask you guys, do you think, because a lot of people's contracts are up, uh, and and Robert Downey Jr. has been doing this forever, do do we think uh, that they're going to kill these characters? Or do you think they're going to get, like, a Paul Walker goodbye, like, hey, I'm going to go off to be happy? Uh, i would like that i mean that's what i want i would like them to be happy yeah not not dust that everyone's going
0: oh no i'm
1: breathing bucky that's yeah (laughs) what about you greg how do you think they're going to resolve these people's their their if this is their final movie i
2: definitely think some people die i don't i don't think it'll be like everybody i don't think it'll be a bloodbath. but i think there will be a sacrifice i wouldn't be surprised if it was tony stark right because this has all been through his lens and you figure the whole thing with the Sokovia Accords and Civil War is him signing them of like he's trying and it's not something they really drive home but again when you watch it over and over you see it of like one of the reasons he's signing it is because he's trying to make peace with Pepper. Yeah and he you know he runs through the whole thing of like I stopped doing it and then Ultron bam and then I didn't stop because I didn't want to. And so like this gives her something. And we see that again here being another theme in Infinity War of like cool we're getting married no more surprises dude comes out of a portal suddenly I'm in space and She clearly still doesn't get it of, like, what's at stake in him being a superhero. And she's like, come home right now. You have to come. And, like, he just goes into space. So, like, I feel like he's now on the other end up there on this planet and he's seen everybody die. He's probably so worried about her. But he also understands that he just can't. There's never going to be a compromise he can make with Pepper to make that work. Yeah. So to come back, that helps get him on the same page with Cap and gets them in the same thing. I think, though, we're going to come around and it's going to be, I don't know how, but it's going to – to bring back most of these people, if not all of them, it requires a sacrifice similar to the Soul Stone. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, Tony, wh- who does Tony love more than anybody, himself.
1: Yeah, right. So, so good call. Uh, I, I think, um, yeah, I either think I wouldn't be surprised if both Cap and Tony eat it by the end, yeah. or, or Cap goes and tony gets to ride off on the sunset for again it, it, i think any of these characters that leave it's going to be for the amount of time marvel feels comfortable b- before they recast them mm-hmm. you know like five to ten years before we get another iron man with a different actor in the role I mean, well that's where it gets so
2: interesting, right? Is that they've built this universe into such a crazy place that yes, if you want to kill bo- if you know, imagine if they have to make a sacrifice and it's just Captain America and Iron Man hugging as the screen like goes all white to bring back all these people or something weird like that. Yeah. But then yeah, you could do it where yep, Black Panther's sister, she's going to be Ironheart now. And yeah, Sam Wilson or Bucky's going to step up and be Captain America. But it's also this weird thing that by the time we get to Avengers 4, theoretically that fox deal is all but sealed yeah and so then do you really want to recast iron man and captain america or do you want to move forward with who you have in the mcu and then you know spider-man all this stuff but then introduce suddenly guess what the x-men are out there too or that you know we're going to bring back the fantastic four all these different things like honestly i'm still I, waiting yeah since I'm, they made such a big deal in homecoming about selling tony stark tower avengers tower that they're gonna be like oh yeah and somebody finally bought it and they pan up as an easter egg and it's just the four yeah oh, so I, that'd, cool. be, that'd
1: be rad i honestly i think if the five if the Fox deal seals up. I think you you set up a new Trinity, which is like Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider Man, or wh- however you want to. F- f- set that up you introduce fantastic four you introduce x-men and you just ride that out for as long as you can and then 10 years from now you're like hey iron man's back and it's just a new actor as tony stark like however long they feel 10 15 years whatever however many cycles yeah. they another another three phases mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then and then you're able to bring them back when they feel it's time because they've got enough characters to uh and black panther was huge it was crazy successful you know you can you i think there's a there's a way forward um, that you can just let those characters lie for a minute that's true
0: yeah. but not to be negative but robert downey jr is like the backbone of all yeah. this he's and the he, vp of all these movies and his so good. characterization is just every every the the life he brings to these movies is really important mm-hmm. not that the like captain america a soldier amazing really yeah. good but because of the story and, and cap is a good character and he, and chris evans does a good job but also when when iron man shows up you're like fuck this is really good yeah so it's gonna it will be interesting and i'm all up for the ride but wrapping this up yeah this movie i had a great time watching gonna need to see it again maybe a third time just because i need to there's a lot to process and i and i think this movie based on like just This is the sheer amount of uh, work they put in to make this happen. I think it deserves another watching too. Like this, just as a thank you to the people who made it. Uh, But uh, Greg, any final thoughts you want to get out there for all the boys and girls who are going to go see this movie or have already seen it?
2: I'm right there with you. I loved it. I can't wait to go. See, I'm, you know, I got tickets again for tomorrow night. Uh, oh, yeah. and that's rare for me with the Marvel movies in theaters. So I'm, I'm really stoked to get out there.
1: Hell yeah, that's awesome. Now before we, before we go, Greg, uh, what, huh? what are you, what are you up to? What are you into? What are, where do you want the? What should the kids be watching? Mm-hmm. What are you doing that the kids should be watching and checking out?
2: Uh, what I'm doing all the time when I'm not on camera at kindoffunny.com, where you should come and subscribe to youtube.com/kindoffunny and youtube.com/kindoffunnygames. I'm yeah. t- Trying to platinum about a war. Which is fantastic Nice you We know, should play God of War It's a masterpiece And then I'm making my way right now Through Action Comics 80 Years of Superman That hardcover that came out as a compendium To uh, like a sister book to the Action Comics 1000 Hell that yeah It has a bunch of cool essays from creators And then some of the best Superman stories in it
1: What did, um, what did you think of Action Comics 1000? Because you're a Superman's boy if I remember right
2: that is correct, I am. Uh, it's the same thing, I, I was talking to Tim about it after I read it, where I was like, yep, this is exactly, this is the same kind of book that has all these different little stories from different writers and artists that is, hey, this is why I love Superman, and hey, this is why people don't like Superman, you know what I mean? I'm like, here's a very Silver Age story of Superman, where he's saying Great Scott and Great Krypton, I'm like, oh god, but yeah. the big thing was at the end it had uh, the first story, or the first snippet, I guess, from uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who's getting ready to take over were both Superman and action comics uh, and kind of re-tinker with everything. And I thought it was a really good modern take on Superman. So I, I'm interested to see where he's taking
1: it. I really liked um, his characterization of Superman, the way he wrote, uh, Bendis wrote Superman in that little, just that little snippet. Yep. I really liked that He
2: gets up right and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Like, yeah, like, that's good. That's great.
1: I, I don't know if I'm sold on the villain yet.
2: Um, Yeah, I know. That that was my problem when, like, even he announced it of, like, it's somebody from his past that will redefine Krypton. I'm like, oh, man, don't, don't. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So, like, we'll see when he gets there. Maybe he'll – it's the same thing of, like, you know, watching the – and years of Marvel movies before this, I was always like – who is Thanos? Why would I care about Thanos? You know what I mean? And then, like, oh, man, this movie made me care. So there maybe when they get there and actually roll it out in Man of Steel and then into action in Superman, we'll see.
0: We'll see. I mean, I did enjoy uh, Action 1000 as well, but Neil Adams, boy. I get that it was a it was like a nod to the silver age but I totally agree this was a little it was a little rough him playing a chess game with Lex Luthor but uh overall uh, this it, it was a good book but Greg thank you so much for coming on man of course our hey, listeners thank you guys for having me Yeah no it, we really this was a, this was a blast uh, I'm excited to go uh watch this movie again and I'm sure all of our viewers cuz you guys are good people you're going to go check out kind of funny games and uh kind of funny because you probably already
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are probably already doing that because it's, it's good content. Uh, but DJ, you want to do a little plug? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once again, I mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, please go to chaostheorycomic.com, the Kickstarter for my new comic book. Uh, just launched today as of the, as of once Ooh. this once this episode goes up. Uh, it just launched, so um, uh, for the first day, if you contribute to a physical tier, $25 and up, you will get a comic from my personal collection. Very cool. Yeah, there's some, there's some classics in there. There's some number ones, so be sure to Take advantage of that. Let's make a good first day. Yes. Uh, ChaosTheoryComic.com. Sam, what about you? At
0: Sam Basher everywhere that matters. But guys, go to Eventbrite because we got a live show coming up May 8th at 8 p.m. We already talked about this, but go get your tickets because uh, they're selling out a little faster than we thought. So yeah. if you want to get them, we gotta, we got <laughs> that's not a bad thing, but we just want to make sure you guys can get in because we have exclusive merch. We got a bunch of friends who are coming. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Greg at Greg, Game Over Greggy on
1: Twitter. That's right. Yeah, yes. run off one more time for the kids at home. Run off all the places that the people can find you
2: easiest way to find me is by going to kind of and seeing our two youtube channels uh you can get to uh, twitters and instagrams and all that jazz there but it's just kind of funny.com very cool you do,
0: and you do patreon as well so go support go support kind of funny kind of funny games on patreon only stupid answers patreon you guys know the drill this has been a blast greg thank you so much uh this is uh i'm so excited to talk about future marvel movies and we'll see you guys next time Bye-bye. Bye 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 okay, let's get back into spoilers. Now will we? <laughs> <laughs> Smoilers. <laughs>